Welcome to C3 Church Tagra. You're about to hear a message from Luke Boyd. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. Podcasts. Does anyone podcast? I drive to Sydney most days of the week, and when I do that, I spend about, you know, an hour, hour and a half getting there, and an hour to an hour and a half getting back, and I've been doing it for about 12 years. It's a long time. And over the years, I used to listen to the radio, and it was cool, you know, back in the day, Triple M was pretty good. Do we have any Triple M listeners? And then, you know, there were some cool breakfast shows and afternoon shows. You'd have the different radio shows, and they were okay. But after, you know, 12 years, it didn't take me that long, but after a long time of listening to terrible, terrible radio, I even went to Triple J, I was pretty cool, hip, and that's what all the cool kids listen to these days. You listen to that, but after a while you realise that it all just hurts your ears after a time. So I got over it and I decided, I'm going to make the most of this time. I've got a lot of time. Every day I'm going to podcast. So I started podcasting stuff. And you can podcast anything. And I loved it. I started podcasting all the different things that interested me. And I was like learning all this stuff. It was like knowledge on tap. I just go pick a subject that was interesting to me, space. I was like, yeah, let's check out space. And I'd start to learn about space and and how incredible this universe is. And it was like amazing. Our galaxy is 100,000 light years across, right? So if you could be a little photon and fly at the speed of light, take 100,000 years to go from one end to the other. And our nearest galaxy, Andromeda, it's, so if you were a little photon and you were to fang towards it at the speed of light, It would take you over 2 million years to get there. So all the people trying to send out these radio signals, there are real people doing this, out there, right? You might send it out there. It might take, say, the closest person out there, they could be 200 200 light years away. There isn't. They're pretty sure about it. It's going to take 200 years to get there, 200 years to get back. They're never going to know. All these people, these crazy people thinking we're going to get something. It's going to be awesome. Send it out. Yeah, they're never, even if there is, they're never going to know. Suckers. They've got to get more knowledge. So there's, there's knowledge out there on tap. I was learning about science. Definitely uh, learn about history. There's some cool stuff, all this stuff out there. And I also learn about how to be better lover and husband and I thought what a complete waste of time (laughs) because I've obviously already know everything there is to that I was a master in the field and I went what a way I knew all of it and I can say that in confidence because my wife's not here I guess (laughs) what I'm trying to say is there's lots of knowledge out there and knowledge is really cool the Bible talks about knowledge in a really good way especially in Proverbs We hear a lot about knowledge, and and just one of the verses you'll find in Proverbs is in 18 and 15. It says, an intelligent heart acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. 
So intelligent hearts, wise ears, knowledge is good. It's a good thing. Knowledge is super, super useful. It really, really is. And we can do a lot with knowledge, a lot of good stuff with it. So knowledge is really, really cool. This week in our Born Identity courses, a lot of us are going through the topic revelation knowledge. Revelation knowledge. And I believe Pastor Julie preached an incredible message on revelation knowledge this morning. Can't wait to podcast it. So revelation knowledge, many of us would know this, some of us don't. It's not complicated. Let me tell you what it is. It's when the Holy Spirit reveals some knowledge to you. That is revelation knowledge. When the Holy Spirit reveals some knowledge to you. Super, super simple. Really, really cool. It does it in lots of ways. You know, it's like an unction. It's an impression. It can be a thought. It can be a dream. He communicates to us in, in many amazing ways. And with that, with these impressions come encouragement, counsel, guidance, direction. It's incredible. It's absolutely amazing. Revelation knowledge is awesome. And I'm just going to pray. Father God, I thank you so much that you desire to communicate to us. Father God, thank you so much that you want to live in relationship, in a dynamic relationship. And we all know that the healthiest relationships, thank you, Relationship Podcast, require good communication. And Father, I thank you that you have incredible relationship skills and you are communicating to us all the time, Lord. Thank you for your revelation knowledge that you want to bless us all with. Lord, bless us tonight. Bless this message in Jesus' name. Awesome stuff. Uh, So there was a time when I wasn't a Christian and, you know, I was doing life. It was cool. And I loved the ocean. I loved nature. Loved my family. Loved my friends. Everything was good. I didn't really have a bad life at all. And so what happened was I started to go to a youth group, which was the youth group that was here. And then they said, we're going to go to this church in your minor. And Pastor Phil was a bus driver. A lot of people know this story. I didn't know he was a pastor. I just thought he was a bus driver. We went to the church and it was awesome. And I was sitting there and I was like, I had this revelation knowledge just smash me in the face. God is real. And I'm sitting there and I was like, whoa, it was a big, big mind bending trip for me. I was like, whoa. And it really hit me so hard that I was like, I've got to get out of here. So I ran outside. <laughs> it was too much. Ah, it was an info overload. And the bus driver came out. He came out and did what he does best. He bailed me up. Who's ever been bailed up by Pastor Phil? I know I have. And he just starts to hit me up with all this goodness. And I'm like, going, oh, man, I'm... I, man, you're pretty smart for a bus driver. You seem so wise for a bus driver. You seem so in touch with the spiritual things of life for a bus driver. And uh, then he he said, look, do you want to think God's doing a number on you, mate? You want to ask Jesus into your heart for him to be your Lord and Savior? And I just knew that that was the exact thing that I needed to do. I could feel it. My heart was racing. I could feel this presence around me. I had this understanding that God was real, had to do it. So Pastor Phil, the bus driver, led me through the prayer of salvation. And at the end of it, I felt this unctioning in my chest. I love you. I felt that. I felt this 
this revelation knowledge hit my chest. I love you. And I was like, oh. And then I looked at the stars because it was night and we were outside because I ran out of the church. And I looked at the stars. And I'd looked at stars before, but this was a whole new way of looking at stars. I'd received Christ as my Lord and Savior. And who knows that when we're in Christ, like we're talking about, everything changes. Everything changes. And so revelation knowledge was filling me at that moment and everything had more meaning. Everything had more purpose. My family and friends had more meaning and purpose. My life had more meaning and purpose. Everything changed when I became a Christian as a result of revelation knowledge. It's really quite profound. It is an amazing thing. Everything was filled with meaning and purpose. God is constantly trying to communicate to us revelation knowledge all the time, all the time. Revelation knowledge is really good, but how do we know what revelation knowledge is? Like, when are we going to know when we're receiving revelation knowledge and when are we not going to know? So there's, it's like, oh, I just felt this thing. Is it revelation knowledge? Is it the Holy Spirit communicating to me? Or is it just me being a psycho? Or is it something else? What is it? I don't know. How will I know when I'm receiving revelation knowledge? Now, a lot of us, like for me personally, and this is just my personal opinion, it's something that can be developed and grown over time and experience. You get to learn the familiar sound of the voice. And when I say sound, I use the term lightly. I've never heard God with my ears um, but I, I, I feel him in my chest. It's an experience thing. But I think the best way, the best place to start, if you want to distinguish between what is the voice of the Holy Spirit and what is not, the best place to start, and I'd say probably the only place to start, is a realization and an understanding that Holy Spirit will never contradict the Word of God. Okay, so whenever you feel that you've received a revelation, like a revelatory word, revelation knowledge, we must check it with scripture. It's so important. And then as well, I guess what that does for me, I guess what that does for me is that it really emphasizes the importance of knowing your Bible. Every guy that I hang out with when we're doing life and when we're talking about God and I'm being that kind of guy in their world where I'm an encourager, a discipler, a, a mentor figure. One of the things that I will just go on and on about, read your word, get to know your word. And when you know your Bible, all of a sudden what it does is, is when you're receiving revelation knowledge, it becomes very apparent and very clear really quickly because you've got the Word of God inside of you, and it's moving, and it's ministering, and as soon as the Holy Spirit adds something onto that, confirms it, it's like, bang, yeah, that's it. I know, I know, I've got this. And it becomes really clear. You want to sharpen your ear to revelation knowledge, the best thing you can do is read your Bible more. It's really simple. It's, God never wanted it to be complicated, I promise. It's super simple. Here's some examples of times where it's really good to know your word and when you're trying to figure out something is revelation knowledge. I've had these times with people, I'm just, and this is just emphasizing the point I just made, but I've had a, a conversation with someone who's like, hey man, 
And I was like, hey, how's it going? Um, oh, I just got this incredible word. It's just rocked my world, like just total fresh revelation from heaven, hey. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. Tell me about it. Yeah, look, um, I really feel that God's just, he's telling me like, I got to leave church and I got to stop hanging out with my brothers and sisters in the faith because he just wants to do this profound thing inside of my life, a real deep and personal thing. And it's just going to need me and require me because it's so amazing, this thing that God wants to do. It's going to need to be private, you know, and personal. And he wants to grow me. He wants to strengthen me. He wants to try and get me stronger so I don't need to depend on the the body of Christ. I got to be isolated. I got to, I just got to do this. And I'm like, what? Because everything I've been taught, everything that I know is truth goes against that. Hebrews 10.25, it encourages us. It actually commands us to never stop meeting together. So straight away, In that scenario, I would question that guy. I would say, mate, I'm going to call you out there. Not revelation knowledge. Incorrect. I wouldn't do it that blunt to anyone here who stuffed it. I'd be heaps loving, heaps gracious. You wouldn't even know you were being corrected, and by the end you'd feel awesome and forget about what you're saying. At least I hope that's what I could do. Probably, Probably couldn't do it that good. I'd try. I would try. Probably wouldn't work out. Um, so anyway, knowing your word is super, super important. Because I know that especially Christians, we, we have these unctions, we have these thoughts, these impressions hit us on a daily basis. And I've had someone else have this conversation with me. Hey, what do you reckon about this? I had this thought pop into my mind. I was at the shops. I saw someone and I really felt that I had to go and tell them that, hey, you're awesome. There's a God in heaven that loves you, that sees you, and just wants the best for you. He wants to heal some things, and he just wants to bring joy and peace into your life. This is a real scenario. And then the person was like, but I didn't know if that was God or not. And I'm like, wow, guess what? You did hear from God. And that is very scriptural. The Bible supports all of that. Go and preach the gospel. Go and make disciples of everyone. Just get out there and do it and do it in love. And all those things were so scripturally backed and so God-backed. It was like, wow, isn't it incredible? Some people question even something like that. I didn't know if I received it or not. I didn't know if it was God or not. God's given us the Bible for a reason. It makes, it makes things plain, makes things easy. It's for us to be able to feel okay and get a better understanding. We've got to read our word. It is so important to understanding revelation knowledge. And this is the main, I could talk about it all night. Knowledge is great. Revelation knowledge is great. Bible is awesome too. You want to get to know the Bible more because you want to get to know the Holy Spirit's voice a little clearer. So you start reading some scriptures and you might come across ones like this. Colossians 1, 14, and we find out that in him, in Christ that is, we have redemption and forgiveness of sins. That's something that we might find out. We might read another scripture in 2 Corinthians 5, 17. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. 
someone else might read again. This person that's trying to find out more about the word finds Romans 11.29, for God's gifts and call are irrevocable. And then a scenario pops up for this person's life. They're in church, they've been there for a while, and they're thinking, you know what, I reckon I want to join a team and get involved in advancing the kingdom of God. I want to be a player. I want to be a team player. And they're thinking, yeah, I, I, I think this is right. I'm, I feel good about this. Uh, the preaching is confirming it. The people around my life in church, they're confirming it. They're like, hey, you'd be really good at this. Or, hey, why don't you join this team? We can see you've got some skills, some sweet skills in this area. And we'd love to use those incredible talents and gifts that you and then this person's like going, you know what, I've got this. I'm going to do this. And they, just before they go up to the person, something happens and they got to go out the door. You know, mum rings up, got a roast on, quick, get here, it's getting cold. So you've had to go, fair enough. So you go, you have your roast, and then Monday comes and life goes on. And then by somewhere between Monday and the end of the week, you run into the old friend the old friend that they knew from back in the day, and they're like, hey, man, how's it going? Yeah, good, good. Hey, um, remember that time you were a total jerk to that girl at school? And the guy's like, oh, yeah? Yeah, she, she's got, like, depression, and, and you're a total jerk face. And then this person's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't join that team. Maybe I'm, ah, oh, man, I did blow it. Ugh, what do I, what do I do? Uh, I, I don't know if I should be on that team anymore. Or, oh, then they might run into someone else. Hey, man, I'm so busy. I got, I got no time. Do you have time? Oh no, you don't have time. You've got kids. You've got the work. You got the what? You got no time for anything. Ah, oh. and so someone might be thinking that. Or then someone else has all these scenarios pops up, and then this person, before they get back to church, they're in this place of severe doubt and severe questioning their motives, and then all of a sudden they feel something deep in their chest, or they have a dream the night before, or these thoughts start coming in, hey, you're forgiven. I forgave you of that thing that you did. And you know that old life that's gone now? There's a new life, and you're standing in Christ. It's all good. And you know those gifts and that call that's on your life? That's irrevocable, mate. You can do this, you're going to do this, and you're going to exceed, you're going to succeed, you're going to absolutely tear it up, it's going to be awesome. Mate, go up to that person and ask to be on that team, it's going to be incredible, I've got your back. And then it's like, oh my gosh, was that God? Yes, it was God, I just read it in the scriptures the other day, I read those scriptures, it was Colossians 1.14, 2 Corinthians 5.17, Romans 11.29, and all this confirmation comes. Isn't that awesome? Got to know the scriptures. Got to know the scriptures. It's awesome to thirst for knowledge. The Bible talks about thirsting for it. Actually wanting it, getting it is, is such an incredible, a noble task. Just the action of getting it is a noble task. Hey, you, you're searching for knowledge? Oh, good on you, mate. <laughs> well done. And it's such a, such a beautiful thing, this revelation knowledge. But listen up. What I want to tell you is there's a knowledge that surpasses them all. There's a thing that we can search out to know that trumps everything. Do you want to know about it? Interested? 
pretty cool. Honestly, this thing, if you can know this or if you can dedicate to learning this, it's going to change you forever. It is the highest thing. It is the absolute pinnacle of all knowledge. And it's something that I think that when we get in, the, in this zone of seeking out revelation knowledge and we make this the highest, the highest goal of, of knowing, this is important. Because see, sometimes when we talk about revelation knowledge, people can get super weird. You better believe that. I have had some amazing conversations with people that when revelation knowledge gets pulled up, they are telling me the most funkiest stuff. I'm like, mate, where, what, what? <laughs> and I've had other people t- tell me that they know this, these incredible things because of this revelation knowledge. And I personally thought I should call Mandela. I really did. And I'm thinking, guys, yeah, I think that, you're looking too low. You're looking too low for the revelation knowledge. Let's set the sights at the pinnacle, the peak of all things that we could ever know, the most important thing we could know. Let's not get caught up in all the crazy stuff that people do. And let's focus on the highest, the highest prize. So if you can turn with me to Ephesians, that would be good. I love Ephesians. Do you know what? I can't stop reading it. I've gone through this season where Ephesians is just incredible. It's like the masterpiece of the New Testament. I love Ephesians. It's so good, so, so good. And Colossians, Ephesians and Colossians, I can't get out of them. So good. So in Ephesians, we're going to go and have a look at three, and we're going to start at 14. How's this for a prayer too? I pray this for myself and everyone here. It's awesome. For this reason, this is Paul, I kneel before the Father. He's letting them know he's being pretty serious. He's getting on his knees to pray for these people. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. He's everyone's Father, absolutely everyone. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his Spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. There's so much cool stuff in this passage, guys. I'd love to break it down, but I'm not. I'm going to get to the the end of the point. But let me encourage you, you scripture reading legends, hook into Ephesians. Do it. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power. You've got to have power to do this thing. This is how amazing and incredible and hectic, that's a youth word these days, how hectic this highest knowing is. To know this highest thing, you've got to have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high And deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all fullness in God. The chief thing that we can search and get to know and gain more knowledge in is the love of Jesus Christ. This is the pinnacle of all knowledge. It surpasses every other bit of knowledge It's the love of Jesus Christ.
We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.